somewhere deep down inside me knew that I was like, I can actually do this. Like, I will be able to do this. I'll be able to fucking do this. Like, mm. and the big learning curve from 2023 was shattering those preconceived ideas about myself, about my not being good at anything specifically, you know, just being a, just an average player, not knowing how I can, where I'm going in life and what my direction is. Liam, how are you? How are you this week? Brian, I'm all good. I'm all good this week. Any news? Anything new in your life? I know. Quiet Christmas, you know. Back to it now. It's just Back usual. into it, yeah. So last week, obviously, we were speaking to Mark and Paddy from the Kaizen Collective, two, the two boys, two friends of ours. So, how you settle in? How's how's all after New Year's? Good man. It. it was hard coming back. I must say, it's tough leaving family, obviously, when you're at home. But um, no, literally, once you get back in, hit the ground. Good to be back. Yeah, no, it's weird. Like being back home is so nice. Um, just getting back into a routine is the hardest thing. Like, it's yeah, just absolutely. Getting back into the things that we were doing previously, trying to catch up. Like we had a quick turnaround. Like when you think about it. Yeah, well, we left here when it was ten days. Well, it wasn't even ten days at home, but it was ten days in total. So yeah, it is. It's quick, quick turnaround. Yeah, quick from when we landed though to straight back into work. Yeah. It's getting busy though, like in terms of work in, in, in the market. Like it is getting, getting busy. Is that just a contrast to a quiet December or? That's what I was telling some owners. I was saying that I think it's just a bottleneck, like just a bit of a squeeze from the quiet period of Christmas. Everything's just getting, everyone's getting but, back into gear, but you do notice it getting busier this time of year. Yeah, I think a lot, but the start of December was busy and then it just stopped. I think that's people just oh, push it off until after Christmas. Yeah. And we're getting that now, like. That's what it is. And I think, but February is usually a busy month and kind of the next few months will be busy regardless. Fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers All crossed. going. All going well. So, yeah, we're going to record another podcast with ourselves. Um, <laughs> bit of a recap. Bit of a recap on 2023. Mm. It's, I know everyone says it's just another day, like moving into 2024, like, and, and it is, but I think it's important to have some sort of a, a structure and a plan for each year. And then reflect yeah. upon each year afterwards. Like it's been massive for me. Like I was just going through the night before New Year's Eve, just going through kind of some of the stuff personally, like about twenty twenty three, reflecting on twenty twenty three, looking into twenty twenty four. Um do you find any um New Year's resolutions or do you believe in them? Um, I don't to be fair. Because then coming over here I started a couple of resolutions at that stage. Do you know what I mean? Put the head down and stuff, so more consistency i suppose in 2024 um that's about it gonna see where the year takes me head down um try and unlock the potential um yeah just work hard keep going consistency staying focused staying focused yeah same with me like i don't think i don't really believe in new year's resolutions like it's just another day but it is important to try and introduce kind of new habits or whatever yeah um one that i'm trying to do is closing loops closing loops yeah true. i keep telling everybody about this because the more that you tell people about it the more you learn it yourself like mm. and the more you kind of implement it in your life so for anybody what do you who, mean by closing loops so closing loops would be anything any anytime you start something anytime you say you're going to do something anytime you commit to something anytime you start a new task and you whatever um, you open a loop and you don't realize how many open loops you have in your life but open loops cause so much anxiety around them especially if you're procrastinating them so my philosophy is to try and start closing some loops so this could be hard conversations like i'm a stickler for putting off hard conversations 
and then they cause procrastination and they you, cause anxiety. So do you find that, sorry, do you find that open loop drains energy as in it, it's seeping out through that gap? Yeah, because you're not focused on, like you can't be focused on a load of different things like, so it's just like closing them. So it's just like Done. any task that I'm supposed yeah. to do, any hard conversation I'm supposed to have, any um, friend or relationship or somebody who I need to speak to cl to close it off, to to finish a task. It's not in the back of your mind, like it's finished, exactly. done, file it away somewhere. L literally, I think that's a really good analogy, like file it away, stop it here, put the full stop there and then just park it yeah. and then move on to the next thing because you don't realize if you think for a minute how many open loops you have in your life, you start to realize that these things are draining my energy. Like these things are still left open where I'm not sure what I'm doing with it. Yeah, like it could be open, open tabs in the background. Literally, it's all the open Running tabs. the battery. Yeah. But it's those things that you say you're going to do, but then you don't do and you just keep kicking them down yeah. the road. Like, and if you're working on something like consistently, but you keep putting it off, it's just like the sooner you close it, the sooner you can move on. Absolutely for you. And I think especially where you get your anxiety from when your open loops like even before you had kind of put that phrase on it like if you've got whatsapps to reply to or you've got an email to reply to exactly. you can see it just building inside you like it's making you anxious until it's done so yeah i suppose that's probably a good one for you that's a good one like whatsapps like if you've got like a load of whatsapps to reply to mm -hmm. they're all left and you're waiting to to reply to them the second you've replied to all of them you close it that's the sunday scaries <laughs> that's the sun the 52 whatsapps oh. but that is what the sunday scaries are not yeah. being prepped for the week you know that you have to start getting you know shit put together getting your week planned out getting your like clothes and everything sorted for the week and planning out the week and having a good plan for the week enables you to not have those scaries and to be able to close that loop but i think that's even the first week we can obviously we'd normally leave our preparation till a sunday you know saturday or work on whatever you might do something saturday evening and your sunday you're kind of prepping but this weekend's the first weekend i kind of prepped on a saturday mm. and it does give you that like sense of right i can relax on a sunday i don't have that much to do like it's all right yeah because when we landed midweek when we landed on wednesday mm. and going straight or going straight into work on wednesday from landing tuesday night like that was just not prepared like that was bags still packed like going straight into yeah. work and trying to firefight basically. i didn't try <laughs> it yeah, left it thursday was my day firefight like you're just on the back foot like, yeah and that's why it's so important to prep on sundays like like that's one thing i spoke about in, in the playbook um the dubai real estate playbook was set yourself up for the week like there's no if you drink on a sunday evening like you are going to feel the, the yeah, repercussions absolutely. for that monday like and you're only fresh or tuesday or wednesday and you're just catching up for the even rest if you drink week. on a saturday you're not fresh monday so that's drinking fair. on a sunday is you're doing yourself in for the week like, that's fair know? that's fair like we were even speaking about drinking and taking that into 2024 so mm. trying to cut that one out trying mm. to be able to socialize on a saturday night without without having to go in the beer um I suppose like you love it as much as I do, but it would be nice to be able to go out on a Saturday night and kind of set it, set that in place that you don't have to drink every time you go out yeah. um, and be able to go out and have, still have as good of a night. Like if you're, if you're li listening to anyone that has given up drinking or whatever, they're saying, yeah, those first six months are horrible. But then afterwards, they don't even notice the difference. Yeah. You know, it's, you wake up on a Sunday morning, you're fresh as you could be like. Is this a new perspective for you? Like thinking about the like negative effects of drinking like is this something that you ever thought of in 2023 in your last job or is this something that's oh absolutely not absolutely yeah it's new yeah absolutely yeah. like even my last job if i got to wednesday <laughs> if i got to wednesday without drinking i was like okay i'll go for one on wednesday maybe yeah. on the way home from work thursday then okay you stop for a couple 
maybe a couple too many and then you're out for the weekend like um why is that different yeah yeah i don't think you can do it here you can't you in this job or you, in dubai in well both in the job definitely not like how you like at least in the old job right you win with a bit of a head on you get mm. your coffee you know just relax for an hour an hour and a half do the easy stuff and then get your day taken over here as soon as you go in it's go 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 yeah because you're getting paid like as in all you have to do is sit there you just show just, up like here just hide like yeah but like here like there was one day the very start that i was hung over and i would never do it again i went out on a sunday and i would never never do it again yeah. like i monday i may as well have not been there yeah like, and like I, I was the biggest idiot like like i didn't think about was like i was the biggest <laughs> idiot like as yeah. in because i didn't like there was no point in me even being there yeah and i wasn't really thinking about my like, i don't think it's the culture here though really anyway like in the uk it it's, it's a big thing i think on the way home from work like the pubs would be packed um and i suppose i didn't have the likes of you to come home to and chill out and chat or whatever so it was a case of like coming home me to come home to literally like, oh, literally wife. wifey here at home <laughs> <laughs> no but you know what i mean like come home you can ha sit down have the crack or whatever but like over there you're going home just to uh, go to bed and go again so stopping in for a drink or something was nice you know broke up broke up the week a bit mm. um on a wednesday thursday and friday yeah. but here you don't have that culture i don't like where where would you go well obviously you've got what studio city around the corner but you're not stopping in there there's no one in there on a wednesday yeah, there's no even. there's no kind of local pub culture no which is kind of blessing it's got yeah it's it's, honest, but then it doesn't the 45 dirham pints would probably do that it probably would do it. yeah it so that's the equivalent of what 11 11 euro pints yeah. so oh it's ridiculous but yeah anyways that's kind of a bit of a tangent like into 24 but what about 2023 like what was the year like for you compared to i'm trying to remember 2023 hectic yeah hectic year to be fair Busy. a lot happened mr busy. worldwide <laughs> no busy year um yeah, I suppose the the biggest thing is probably moving over here, really, mm. um, as you'd expect, I suppose. But um, yeah, no busy year, a lot of changes. Um, good year though. Nothing, nothing catastrophically went wrong. Nothing went wrong catastrophically. Say that one for me. Catastrophically. Yes, that's the I one. I was about to say ah. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nothing went catastrophically wrong. So. I suppose yeah that's that's something to take out of the, the year i think each year for me is is being better than the last like i always like try that and try and reflect and every year like it's always been better than the previous year as in like i've come on so much more. like mm. i've like improved like myself so much each year like it's just night and day i think that's one thing you do well though is actually been setting aside that time to reflect i haven't really done that yet and i need to for 2023 sit down pen and paper and just reflect on how the year went how i felt throughout the year how i feel about the year <clears throat> and where how to bring that forward through the 2024 yeah mark and patty sent me on one from modern wisdom from chris williamson it's like a full recap of 2023 now i had already done my own but it's something i'm only trying to do but that's mm -hmm. from journaling every day that all right this is something that i have to do it's closing the loop of 2023 it's recapping did you year. flick back through your 2023 journal yeah like i was looking back on some of the goals i had set myself mid-year like i find it hard to set goals for a year it's easier to do it in like kind of 12 week yeah, blocks yeah. this is something i stole from mark it's like 12 week blocks like yeah. it's so much easier to know what the next 12 weeks is going to look like you feel like you can control year. them exactly and i was reflecting on some of those things so like 
yeah, like I learned a lot in 2023. Like the kind of three branches that we wanted to speak about was personally what we learned from ourselves, what we learned about the job professionally and and I suppose what we learned about Dubai because mm. I think it's really important us sharing some of the hindsights that we have so that if somebody is moving over here, which a lot of people do this year, this time of year, that they can have some sort of an insight into it. Moving over blinds, yeah. which a lot of people do, I think. In the dark, in yeah. the dark. Like that's, that's the whole reason I kind of started this is because you get no grasp if you've never been here of what it's actually like. No. And it is tough to try and get kind of understand even from someone explaining it, like what it's going to be like. You do really need to experience these things yourself. But if you can help that like at all, I think it would have been massively beneficial for me anyways. At least you know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. You know, you're coming over here with absolutely no idea what the city's like or what life is going to be like. I know me moving over here, I thought life was going to be different. Not not necessarily in a bad way or a good way, but I definitely had a different view on what it was going to be. Do you know what I mean? Brought the golf clubs, brought the paddle, the paddle racket, you know, it's like grand, you know, golf once or twice a week, maybe paddle on the weekends. I can remember unpacking the bags, you were like, where do you think you're I going? That. I said that to you. Where are you going to get the time? I was like, I'll get the time. When you came over with I clubs. I played golf once yeah. <laughs> since I got here. When you came over with clubs, I was like, like bro, like, what are you expecting us yeah. to be doing? Like, And you were like, what? Like, we'll go out. I was like, yeah. oh, this guy does not know. Yeah, he's going to learn today. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, speaking about that, like, if you want, do, do you want to go first? What did you learn personally, professionally, personally and about Dubai? You had the opportunity to journal all this stuff. Um, Oh, about Dubai? No, as in like there's the three, the three kind of sub. So what do you want to so, start on personally? Yeah, personally, what have you learned about yourself in 2023? Um, like, what is it? You start off there. Okay. So for me, see, mine is mine is nice because I moved over here in February last year, mm. so I only really had January, so it's basically a full year. Before I moved over, I had so much self doubts, like about myself pretty low confident pretty like not great at anything like i've always been average at a lot of things average at school like average at sports average at whatever and when people would come in and give us talks about like you know find your passion what are you good at in life what is your unique you know point or what is it that you know you would love to do if you had all the money like what job would you do and i never knew what the answer was have you found your passion I, th I, th I think I have and I'm moving in the right direction but what I've learned in the last year is I've got the first bit of something that I'm good at mm. that I'm good at and the first inclination from that was the sales job before I moved over and I performed really well there and then I left there and I had so much preconceptions about how I would do personally in the job in Dubai I wouldn't have thought that I would have done well, but somewhere deep down inside me knew that I was like, I can actually do this. Like I will be able to do this. I'll be able to fucking do this. Like, mm. and the big learning curve from 2023 was shattering those preconceived ideas about myself, about my not being good at anything specifically, you know, just being a, just an average player, not knowing how I can, where I'm going in life and what my direction is. Does that come from pure work ethic? You're good at working hard or do you think you're good at sales? No, I, th I think it's I think it's a number of factors. Like I think like you can work hard at something 
and not smartly and you won't get to where you need to be mm. like in real estate like it is a performance-based job so you do have to obviously work hard but there's so many factors to that like an easy answer is you have to work hard but there's so many like different aspects to it like and you, you've seen it yourself like there's so many little things and that's what's exciting about it but what I was able to learn about myself was I was able to build confidence about my abilities, my own internal abilities and um, shatter my own preconceptions, my own self-doubt because I had a lot of self-doubt. Like going back through my journal before I was going over, I had so much self-doubt. Like even the first week I was so overwhelmed with, with the amount of information mm. being like, this is a new city, a new job, new people, new faces. I, I don't know what I'm doing here. So I did have some of sales kind of experience, but that was it like. Yeah. And just the only way for me to be able to learn, the only way for me to shatter that self-doubt and build some sort of confidence was by having proof. I had no proof to show anybody, to show myself that I was good at something, that this is who I am, that I'm the kind of person that does X because I had no proof. There was nothing that I was doing consistently. But throughout the last 11 months, in real estate in Dubai, I've been able to stack that proof, like literally stack the deals one on top of the other, get into 49. It's tangible. Exactly, and you can see it for, for everybody else and for me. And by doing things consistently, like doing all the habits that I'm doing, like then I have the confidence that I'm the kind of person who does those kind of things. I cement that in my head as somebody who does those things and taking on difficult tasks and being like okay i can do those like or i'm the per kind of person that can take on difficult tasks and i built up so much kind of belief from that like now every now and again it does creep in like when i move into sales and stuff like that like that self-doubt does kind of come back in it's that back of your head kind of thing but the only way that i can avoid that is by building that proof like joe rogan and chris williamson talked about this that every time you do something like a habit it's just like putting a layer of paint out in the ground just like layer of paint mm. like every day that you do some habit it's just another layer of paint another layer of paint they were talking about this with their podcasts so it's just like he's done like thousands of podcasts and every single one from from every day that he's done it is just another layer of paint another layer of paint another layer of paint on the ground and after a while you stand back and you've got this big massive mountain of paint just from doing the small things consistently every mm. single day and you look back and they're like okay there's my proof yeah there's my proof and that's what it has been for me it's been it's that's the only way that i can get around it, it there's no amount of me telling myself that oh I'm, I'm i'm the best like that you know my mom can be like oh brian you're actually a great lad like you know like you're really good like i think you're going to be great in life like that's not going to do anything for you and you she never said that anyway so yeah <laughs> like i don't want to go back to the alex hermosi quote but like you you won't get confidence by shouting affirmations in the mirror but by having an undeniable stack of proof that you are who you say you are. Mm. And that spoke to me. And the only way I can do that is it's so tangible. Like it's so like, it's so easy. It's just like, do, do the thing and then reflect back on it. Yeah, it's like, absolutely. oh, I can do the thing consistently and just stack that proof, just stack that proof. That's what I learned personally. Like it's been absolutely massive. Mm. Um, then about the job, like before I moved over, I had no idea what real estate was going to be like, what the job looked like. No idea. Like, there's nothing no again, idea. there's nothing, there's nothing to give you that insight it's it's the real estate in dubai is the same as dubai is the city it's just like this enigma that you're trying to trying to get a grasp of like in every other kind of real estate podcast there is an ulterior motive and they're trying to sell something or mm. they're trying to push that they're the best real estate company or that they're doing the most like there's nothing that actually just gives you 
the brass tacks on this is how it is this yeah. is what you're gonna have to do um and this is how often you're gonna have to do it you know yeah and i remember coming in i thought i was gonna do i was telling when people are asking me about what are you gonna be doing i was like oh i'm doing real estate they're like oh like will you be selling houses and i was like no i don't think so for <laughs> the first six months i think i'm just going to be attracting business into the company that's what i told them because yeah. for some reason that's what was painted in my interview yeah. um i'm not sure how i took that information up but i didn't realize i was going to be doing leasing for like straight off the bat yeah like whatever i was going to be doing so that was a massive shock like within the first week i remember walking in the office like i was so intimidated by like all the people in the office being like oh these people are real estate agents yeah. like these are qualified people like yeah. <laughs> I felt like I had so much imposter syndrome like within the first week. But again, after a while, it was just getting comfortable with it, doing it every single day. And and throughout the year, I've I realized and learned so much about the industry, so much. About a lot the of those job. people now, too, <clears throat> it's it's a role reversal, like because, as you said, you have put down the layers of paint and they're walking into the office now after you've been there for 11 or 12 months being like, oh, shit he's qualified like he knows what he's doing yeah, you new, know new people like but even the people that have been there a while <clears throat> you know that have been <clears throat> excuse me that have been doing real estate for a while and maybe they haven't done the numbers that you have done do you know what i mean like you have people there how many years that are coming up asking you like how do you do this or can i have help with this like that's such a role reversal from yeah. when you walked into the office for the first time i know it's so funny like i remember after my second month like after the first month i was just like when new people came in i was like oh shit i'm not new anymore yeah like i still don't know like why are, <laughs> why, why are new people coming in i don't know the answers yet um so i certainly learned so much about the job but i've learned yeah the, the real estate industry is really weird i haven't figured it out fully you do have to learn quickly though don't yeah. you because as i said like once you start realistically it's up to you if you want to take in the information and learn fast well done if you don't we don't really give a shit like yeah, and, and you're not getting paid to learn, like so you really have to learn a lot of information quickly. Yeah. But like the, the main things that I learned about the industry that it is really performance based, like you really can do well if you do the right things. Um and that What are the misconceptions about real, real estate? estate? Um it's what's painted on social media. Like I think through conversations of, of me speaking about this previously on the podcast, it's almost like a broken record, but it's not what it's made out to be on real mm. on Instagram, TikTok, Dubai Bling. Um, I would struggle. The watches, the cars, the suits. Yeah, I, I would struggle to understand if somebody actually thought that, that was going to be the case, and um, because it's, it's just not at all. Um, the other big preconceptions that there would be a big, like a high barrier to entry. That because they chose me in in the interview, that I was like, oh, stroke my ego, like, yeah. and I must be qualified to be a real estate agent. They must have saw something in me <laughs> when I didn't realize that you need. They can just swing up, open the door, and anybody who walks in the door, and um, can be a real estate agent. And that is, like, obviously, it's great for the for the companies because they're not paying wages; they don't care. But as you said, it is a flaw in the market that that barrier to entry is so low. Like, mm. like. Do you know how often has an un unqualified agent obstructed your job? Do you know what I mean? Or crossed, stood on your toes, right? It, it is such an annoying thing when you've got, when they just let anybody in and people that are here because of what they see on Instagram or because of whatever misconceptions they might think about it. And it can just, like, as you said about it, um, overinflating the market. Yeah. Like with agents, 
promising owners you can get x y and z for a property when it's never going to happen because they're the ones that want it they put it up for that price the owner next door sees it for that price he puts it up up for that price and nobody is getting that price like so you've got all these properties up for stupid money that no one's paying for and all just because what the agent said to an owner oh yeah you, you can get this like it's mad how manually you can the market can be manipulated like yeah. by just a group of by a group of people and yeah you realize and like kind of that kind of leads into another preconception was that real estate agents would have a good name you just assume oh, like it's a good yeah. job that you wouldn't be looked upon that's, as that's, like scum of the earth that's a kick in the teeth when you come over that is an ego coming check. over like oh, i'm a good lad do you know what i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna work hard and do what i can for these people and hello it's liam i work for x hang-ups like fuck off yeah like, what and you do again and again and again and you have to realize like these people see you as the scum of the earth like yeah and it's funny when we introduce ourselves to new people it's just like i'm a real estate agent and you can see it like a flicker uh, behind the eyes just then being, the, what do you do ah uh, yeah it's just like I'm, I'm a real estate agent but i'm not like the rest yeah <laughs> yeah i'm worse <laughs> but it's important to find a good group of people within real estate that you can trust like as mm. in you know that yourself from meeting different people it's just like okay i need a person here that i can trust a person there that i can trust a person there that i can all you on. need is one yeah one per area and you're sorted you know that's yeah like and it's it's, it's harder found than not but there's so many real estate agents everybody tries their hand at real estate yeah everybody tries their hand like even owners who are involved in the market like i had a seller who decided after you know we did the deal after i, I sold her property she was like oh no the buyer told her the buyer told her was like you know you'd make a good real estate agent oh. and you could see the light bulb go off yeah. you could see the light bulb go off and she's like i'm gonna be a real estate agent that's it and that's all that's, yeah. that's all she wrote like and yeah. then straight into a real estate company i won't mention which x capital <laughs> <laughs> i was straight in the door and now she's a practicing real estate agent but but anyways i i digress and um, that one stung didn't it? it did it did indeed it came around to bite you no it actually didn't it didn't we won't get too too much into it <laughs> but um okay so yeah look those are i suppose what we've well what you've what learned, learned anywhere from the industry the city what has this city taught you in a year let me see all right what have i learned yes what have i learned about dubai um it's kind of it's kind of much of the same like the preconceptions are that it's it's a sort of place where you know the rich come materialism like lack of depth in people which is definitely there and um, but it's not all that it, it's painted out to be i had no previous experience of dubai i'd never been here so my preconceptions were that I wouldn't like Dubai because of what I was viewing from social media, from TV shows or whatever. And and it what didn't really feel like somewhere that suited me. But what I've learned is a city is what you make of it. Like there's a population of over three million people in this city. Like you can find your group, you can find your tribe. Now it is hard, but you definitely can find it. You can make this place whatever you want it to be. Um, it's extremely fast paced. I've never been in a faster paced city in my whole entire life. When I took a break and went to Thailand in July, it was weird for the first few days. And even when I went home, it was weird for a few days. Yeah. It was like, okay, everyone's not rushing around in like this hustle culture. Like the roads aren't even really, really busy. Like even when we went to Abu Dhabi. I was like, just about to say even that. Even when we went to Abu Dhabi. As soon as you step out slower. of the car. It was just slower. We literally drove down, got out of the car whenever we had the hotel booked, two of them. 
and then <laughs> I explained that story. You booked the hotel for the night. Brian booked the hotel and booked it for the following week, was it? Yeah, I booked it for the 29th of December. Showed but up. That's not the first time I've done that. No, Mr. Flanagan, you don't have a booking. And Sorry? I was like, the second I saw them scrambling and looking for it, I was like, I've done it again. <laughs> I've done it again. I did it for Oppenheimer when we went to the cinema a few months ago. I did the exact same. And I was like, oh my God, I did it's it again. It's happened again. Anyway, we got again. sorted, uh, even after all that. But literally, checked into the hotel, and as soon as you get out of the car, you can just feel there's a different vibe of the city. It's it's slower, everyone's more relaxed. There just doesn't seem to be that fast-paced buzz about it. And, and that's not a bad thing. It was, it was lovely for the two days we were down there. Yeah. It's nice, you can breathe again. But it's not a bad thing about Dubai, like as in, like speaking about kind of what I've learned about Dubai, like it is the land of opportunity. Like there is so much opportunity mm. here. Yeah. I mean, every day is different from, from the previous, like, like literally you wake up each day, you don't know what can happen, like, and it can really change your, the, the trajectory. And like, especially in, in a industry such as real estate, especially when we're dealing with people on the Palm Jumeirah yeah. and we're dealing with people that, yeah, look, anything can come up. Like we're dealing with a high net individuals, like, there's so many opportunities. There's almost too much opportunity. Yeah, like even it, you can think, okay, this is a slow week this week. I don't have too much happening. Next thing you've got one phone call and you're on top of your head for yeah. four days trying to find stuff or sort things. Like, yeah. and it, it, I suppose that is the exciting thing. Like when I'm waking up in the morning somewhere, I'm like, okay, go again. Like you have to have that in the back. It's like anything could happen in the first two hours I'm here today and yeah. it could completely change my week. Yeah, but I am... Um... Yeah, I'm really starting to love Dubai. Like I've gotten a lot of appreciation for it within the last few months. And um, the first few months were quite difficult. Like you're kind of in that scarcity mindset. Like it's just keep like, your head above water. Exactly. Like so, it's it's hard to enjoy the place. Yeah. Um, like it's really hard to enjoy the place. So then after a few months, like if you settle down and if you start doing a bit better, like then you can just do things that you actually enjoy, and you don't have to stress about doing the things. Like you don't yeah. have to feel guilty about enjoying yourself or going out and taking a day off on a Sunday or, or doing whatever, like, yeah, like there's, there's so much to do. Speaking to one of the guys in work there on Friday, like just kind of like any plans for the weekend? And he's like, no, like if, if I'm going out in the weekend and I'm not making the money I need to be making, like I feel like I'm cheating. Yeah. It's like, I, just, I feel like I, I'm doing myself an injustice. And that is so fair. Like the fact that you're not on a way, just like, I can't afford to do this. Like I should be working. I should mm. be making more money. Um, that's that's only some people that's some people who have that kind of yeah you know, that's how i feel that's i still do I, it how, <laughs> i still but i feel bad feel. about it yeah that's exactly what i would do that internal self-critic yeah um but every now and again like it feels like i was saying this today it feels like something is different like something is changing something is coming like i've there's certain parts of my life where i've felt like there's something coming up here like there's something around the corner like and I had that when I was in Leavenster and when I was 18 and I didn't know what I was going to do for university, but there was this month in like October, I was like, there's something coming up here. Like I'm, I'm going to know within the next few weeks, like mm. something that's going to jump out at me. And it did like, and I ended up doing psychology. How'd that go? Uh, it went well. I used it every single yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like there's something coming up. Um, I feel like there's something coming up, man. There's a row brewing in here. That's no, there's, there's, something, there's something good coming up in in the next few weeks and I can just feel it. Like maybe it's just kind of the transition into 2024 yeah. or something, but. Um, I think you can feel it like a ticking time bomb, like you can, yeah. in, in a good way, like you can feel things are starting to stack. There yeah, has to be something exactly. big coming. Like, and I suppose what you saying about how the first couple of months you didn't, 
you didn't know how you felt about Dubai and you're now starting to love it. I kind of, I'm in that first stage now. Mm. Like even going home at Christmas, people asking how you're finding it. And I'm kind of, my answer was that I'm not in love with the city, but the fact that there's so much opportunity just sitting around every single corner, that's hard not to get excited over. Yeah. Do you know, like not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow or what's going to happen in a week. Like that's what will keep me here until I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And everybody's in that hustle culture and things are accelerating at such a fast pace because nobody's guaranteed to be here. Like everybody's an expat. Like, and I would be so interested to find out like some sort of study because like the studies are well documented about people who are expats in foreign countries and how they outperform the current, the people who have grown born there and grown mm. up there. And everybody in Dubai, the majority are are expats. Like so, if you get a, a big cohort of expats, like they're all in that same hustle culture, yeah. they're all in that same mentality. So, how does that progress the city so quickly? Like everybody is here, nobody is really calls this their home, except some people who were born here. Especially um, here, like the fact that you have right. So you have a lot of expats in say Spain as well, but they're not there hustling. They're there yeah. to to live for the lifestyle or for the culture. Like if you're here, you're here to work yeah. majority of the time. Do you know, like, and that it is just, it's a ball in motion. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what I learned. I hope that gave you a uh -oh. bit of an idea of, of <laughs> my turn, my turn. To be fair, a, a lot of those points, um, a lot of those points are, are, but personally, personally, what I've personally, what I learned, I suppose, what I've learned, because my year obviously was kind of broken up in two. Obviously, I had my first half of it. When did I come home? Um, yeah, my first actually, yeah, probably my first half of the year was spent in London, obviously. Um, what did I learn over there? Um, I think I learned that I had to be, I had to be work, I had to be doing my own, not doing my own thing, but I needed to be somewhere where I could, could kind of put my ambition to work and um, where you could control the outcome of of your life, I suppose. Like when you're kind of in that nine to five, it doesn't feel like you have the, as much control as you could do if you're just doing your own thing and obviously you don't have the stability or whatever which is nice and that um but yeah i think that was one big thing for me definitely in the first half of the year that i just realized that i need to go and, and kind of let myself be hungry do you know yeah. what i mean go and let myself get to work and kind of unlock to see what potential i did have um instead of kind of just thinking to myself oh i could do this could do that like well go and see what you can do you know yeah um, that that is still kind of in the job kind of aspect mm, you know okay, what I mean? like, all right like, sorry no but you know what i mean i like i kind of want to get like what's what's different about liam in 2023 near the end of 2023 let's say today than the last january like i know um, it's it's hard to look back yeah tell me throw like, me on the spot well i probably should have been prepared shouldn't i probably should probably should um, like what does what feels different <laughs> to be honest i have kind of a better idea well i do and i don't of the direction i want to go in okay. kind of when i was in london as good as the job was and all the rest and as good as good of the experience it was like here i kind of have a direction you know here's what i was there just kind of filling a space get the experience do the work um, and obviously the experience is always stand to you. But here it's kind of right. I'm at the bottom of a ladder here now, trying to, I don't know, it's going back to the job. But 
I have a direction to move in. Um, and I suppose that's for now that could change in 2025 again. But I suppose I'm moving, my life is moving with more direction. Yeah, um, gotcha. I'm not just kind of Liam that's just out of college. I'm like, okay, Liam, that's now kind of beginning on the journey or whatever it may be. Yeah. <clears throat> and are you learning anything about yourself? Like as in, like is is your is your day structured differently? Is how you speak to yourself differently? Oh, is how is absolutely. how you know your relationship is with yourself with other people with how you might be able to you know react to situations or how you look at your life or your week or your day? Or I think one massive thing I've learned from of the second half of my year here, um, is just that I'm kind of thriving when i'm busy like when i'm busy i'm i'm happy um and i suppose kind of keep myself trying to keep myself in that busy zone and that's not just with work that's just with life whether it's getting up going to the gym like having that structured routine mm. keeps you busy and i find when i'm busy that's probably when i'm happiest um don't have time to, i don't know who was speaking about it yesterday it was david goggins we were watching the podcast about mm. being um when you're just sitting there doing that, giving yourself that, what's it, the gratification, instant gratification or whatever, like your mind slips and you go here and that's when anxiety slips in or depression slips in or whatever. I definitely find from being busy, keep my mind busy and myself busy, that it's, I feel like more productive and more like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, probably more fulfilled as a person, like yeah. I'm happier with myself. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel I'm busy, I feel I'm productive busier in work or is it like not doing the instant gratification not going for the easy things not you know doing whatever like as in are you kind of a bit more conscious about like i know like the, our like our habits are like going to the gym like sleeping early like like watching what we eat whatever like do you mean like that busy or like what kind of busy all busy i think that that busy especially though yeah that kind of that route that routine um, yeah. keeping yourself busy in all aspects like in in every single aspect of your day you're busy whether it is like at lunchtime you got this set time go eat your lunch back to work or if it's busy at nighttime i have to be in bed you just always have that set map that road map to follow it doesn't give your yourself that time to slip I feel anyway um, but I think that's one thing I learned about myself is definitely when I am busy and when I'm productive that I just feel so much better about myself and kind of life just runs more smoothly fulfilled yeah it's more fulfilled yeah it's funny yeah I mean like I spoke about this like having a structured life allows for more of that like because you, you know what yeah. you're going to do with set periods of time and like this time of the day I'm doing this this time of the day I'm doing that it allows for more creativity within those because the small little decisions you've already made and you know what you're going to be doing um, and it feels like you're moving in the right direction like as well and it's interesting that you said fulfilled and, and stuff like um, it's definitely an aspect of being here because it's harder to do those things at home yeah so absolutely hard. that's something that I learned even over Christmas it slip massively like mm. i know it is nice to take the time off at it christmas is, important. but like feeling like a piece of shit like waking up at 10 being like right normally i'm up have a gym session done and have an hour of work at this stage yeah. like and i'm rolling out of bed you just that's what i mean just slipping like and you're letting yourself kind of those thoughts creep back in like but obviously 
enjoying it when at home and get up and yeah, that, breakfast is made <laughs> that is that is important that is definitely important over christmas to take that time and be okay with it and not be guilty about it but did you have a glimpse of was any kind of glimpse of, of oh, i loved it <laughs> that was the problem but you just said you felt bad though about it. i did but i was just like it's that it's you what can did you just feel bad about it? as you said that internal critic okay just been like like bro come on like what are you doing but just like I don't have to get out of bed at five o'clock. Like I'm gonna lie in here. It's like oh, I am gonna have rashes, sashes, and pudding for breakfast for the third day in a row. Like, and I don't care. Do you know what I mean? And it's so easy. Like, it's just it's my definition of just chilling. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Go for a walk, grab a coffee. Like, and I wasn't doing the gym sessions during the day, and it was just so nice. Like bumming them off. It's like oh, I don't really have to do one today. Yeah. But it's that internal critic being like, come on. It's 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 okay for Christmas, but when that starts to slip, yeah, um, whatever, like then, yeah, like for me, I used to always hate Christmas because it used to slip, and then I would get a glimpse of who I thought I innately was. Like yeah. I was like, oh, if I was left to my this own is thing, nice. like yeah. this is only what I do is just sit around and do nothing. But you find that that is unfulfilling. Like, yeah, unfulfilling you know, is the word. Like, yeah, like yeah. it's just like just live, like just being prisoner to your hedonic reaction just guided by whatever yeah. just like i'm going to do what i enjoy and what's good for my short-term pleasure like and yeah that's good in the short term like it is good in the short term and i had a lovely christmas this christmas like i just chilled out like and i wasn't stressed did you find it, it tough was, sorry I, go on did you find it tough coming back and uh, no no I, I i felt guilty it i'm 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 the opposite way like as in I was I was feeling guilty. I had this burning stump like pain in my stomach like some days where I was sitting on the couch doing nothing. I was just like, I'm in my head, I'm like, I'm enjoying this. Yeah. But my body is just like, no, like you should not be doing this. Why? Because there's work to be done. Like Yeah, it's just like I haven't whipped myself enough <laughs> in the day to enjoy this thing. Yeah. It's just like that's 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 not good. Like that's more on the on the outer bounds of, of the destructive side of being too harsh on yourself and being so like driven to be consistently busy and yeah. doing whatever. And, um, but that's just a byproduct of me being really busy throughout the year. And, um, but like Mark was saying that he thought that I was a bit more relaxed during Christmas that I was able to switch off and, and I definitely was. But after that 10 day, I was like, right. I must be rubbing off on you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was, I was ready to go back into it after, after the 10 days, like the first few days, Tech, tech took me a while to kind of get back into the swing of things in Sligo but then after a few days I was like okay here's my routine yeah and um, even going for runs and going for swims at Mark or whatever I was like okay this is nice going to the gym um in the morning and then in the afternoon and evening just chilling out and yeah. understanding that that Wait, was okay I think that is nice like and I don't think I would have had that internal critic if I got up in the morning and went to the gym or did those couple of hours of work or whatever mm. and then relaxed in the evenings do you know what I mean that's still like you're still busy you're still following that that roadmap um it's just the fact that I didn't yeah and I loved every minute of it <laughs> but but it's back but that was it like and I <clears throat> I kind of was dreading coming back because I was like oh this is nice like you know I'm I'm enjoying this dinner dinner cooked every day like I'm comfortable yeah comfortable exactly and as soon as I hit first day back into work I was like oh nah this this is it this yeah, is more like go. it you know what i mean let's go back in the gym back to work yeah. back being busy yeah it didn't have that we were a bit sick like or dosed or whatever but yeah absolutely no never does never um, does what did you learn about the job what's we went on a massive tangent there what's learned about the job yeah. what's you learn about i think estate? you to be fair you hit on a lot of points um that i learned about the job as well um i suppose everything that 
you've learned i'm walking in your footsteps so i've learned to um yeah the huge one for me was that that we are like the scum of the earth do you know coming yeah. over here it's like oh real estate agents like that'd be so cool <laughs> <laughs> you come over and that is just smashed straight away like i remember picking up the phone i'm like hi it's, it's liam here are you free for talk and like fuck off like don't call me again it's like what like what did i do wrong here do you know but my mum said yeah. a real estate agent <laughs> yeah. in dubai was cool yeah it's it's I'm, I'm laughing at the ignorance of it like and absolutely it's, it's so it's so funny but but you had a different like as in i was completely in the dark like uh, like how do you think oh i had it tougher than you here no <laughs> no i'm, I'm joking yeah. and you came over here from me telling you what the situation was yeah. like a friend you had like obviously me to trust or I would hope to trust with <laughs> with saying what it would be like. So did you have any preconceptions of what the job was going to look like and what it did look like or did I? To be fair, not, I don't think I had any preconceptions of what it was going to look like, but I definitely knew, I, did, I wasn't coming over here thinking I was going to be walking the park. Yeah. I think which a, a lot of people do. So I had, that's obviously a massive benefit coming over, like knowing, okay, this is gold time, like have to put down the head and work here. Um, but I suppose the eye opener was at the start, like, <clears throat> like I've, I love, I, I love the work now. Like, do you know what I mean? I love being busy, love being on the phone, love being out in viewings and stuff like that. Those first two months are tedious. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Cause you're doing nothing but sitting in the office for your nine, 10 hours a day, trying to make yourself do calls. Mm trying to make yourself send out emails you know you're doing the work that now we would see like oh that's the tedious work like but back that's the only work you had to do when you started yeah um <clears throat> so i suppose i i probably underestimated how grueling those first two months were going to be um and still are like that that work is still grueling like that's still tedious work and it has to be done i was just saying that to you like i need to put in a stint of that grueling work now for the next two weeks again get yourself back moving um but yeah that was definitely definitely didn't expect it to be as as tedious and grueling as yeah. it was somebody asked me what do they think what do i think the hardest part of the job is and he's 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 new in the industry and, and i thought about it and what i said was when you start not knowing what you're doing today and how that will affect you tomorrow is the hardest part it's yeah. like okay i'm doing these things today consistently every single day i'm not getting an instant payoff for this so how do i measure if this is something i should be doing yeah it's so hard to ignore when you're not getting positive feedback from the tasks and the things you're doing and being able to kind of have that long-term look at okay what i'm doing today isn't going to directly affect my outcomes tomorrow next week it could be next month it could be the month after and having the discipline to be like okay yeah I'm not going to get instant kind of gratification, instant reward for this. I'm, I'm just going to have to buy. That is tough. Like, yeah. It is tough. Having to, like, and especially where it's not just the case of like in the gym, I'll lift this heavy weight and I know down the line it'll pay off. Like you can't just do one hard task and it'll pay off. Mm. It's consistently doing a shit task over and over and over. And even though, you know, oh, they say it'll pay off down the line. It's like, well, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And it is kind of only until you see it once or twice, you're like, okay, it does pay off, they're telling the truth. But then you still have to go back and do it again. Like, and, But it's hard to see how the things directly correlate. It's hard to see 
how, how your successes today are determined by what you were doing last month because there's no clear car. I'm getting I'm getting lucky this month. Like yeah, it's not. It's like you're working hard a month and a half. You put ago. yourself in a position to be yeah, lucky. Exactly. Like um, I think it's important to kind of remember that too, and I think that's why kind of the journaling and stuff comes in comes in um so important too because at least you can kind of see even not even journaling but your day planner like you can yeah. see what you've done this day like and if you flick back four weeks like oh shit like i was keeping myself busy then and i'm busy now do you know and vice versa if you're quiet now and you look back a month ago you're probably doing sweet fuck all then as well like yeah i think that's the importance of doing anything on a daily basis that you're not getting instantly rewarded for so like with the gym like that's long-term reward so like meditation that's long-term reward like doing something hard like coach hours long-term reward journaling long-term reward it's i know like, they're long-term rewards but you still you still feel you still get that instant like you go into the gym you feel better working out you get that hit of dopamine or you do your meditation and you feel more relaxed afterwards that's, so. that's true but like i think that it, it becomes less and less as the time goes on with meditation it's not like every time i do it I, like i feel good like i'm doing it for the longer thing so mm. i'm like building that muscle that mental muscle of of long term it must be working if you haven't snapped at me yet i've snapped at you you haven't i do a lot of poking yeah you do you do but i know when you're poking like i think yeah one thing i need to focus on is i would hate to be the kind of person that would snap like yeah. that just shows absolutely yeah i snapped of, over here one, <laughs> snapped over here once but it does show a lack of <clears throat> inability to control your emotions like, yeah and you feel um, like a dickhead afterwards yeah it's just instant regret yeah but um yeah that's a lot about the job so what did you learn about dubai like what were your preconceptions and what are your what have you learned to be fair i kind of came over with zero preconceptions kind of just jumped right into it and i, know I said that before um didn't think too much about where i was going uh that never really bothers me to be fair it's somewhere new so grand it's exciting i think that's a good way to look at it like i think it's not having any expectations like for the place that you're moving to not having any preconceptions it's no preconceptions but you'll still have expectations you know just because you'll compare it to where you've been in the past and i know me you know me i compare everything to valencia everything to spain because i love that place so everyone i have is compared to that um so in comparison to that it's i don't think it's fair to compare them actually because they're yeah, two completely different, different things yeah. um but yeah come over with no real preconceptions of the place um but i suppose what has surprised me about the city is it's incredible how summer can be so fast but like everyone no one's paths are seem to be crossing mm. everyone's buzzing around the place but like the never those lines don't cross doing their own thing doing completely doing their own thing and there's so many people doing it's like oh you have to bump into someone you don't like you're here you may as well be in the north pole sometimes because like you're doing your thing you might go one end of the day to the next without talking to someone like yeah you know if you're just on whatsapp exactly yeah 52 messages (laughs) (laughs) no but it's it's i think yeah that's one thing it's very um isolate is not the word that's an interesting one in what sense yeah like it's it's such a busy city with so many people but everyone's doing their own thing like and they don't it just feels like you don't cross like and that's i suppose that's where i compare it to somewhere else like if you're in spain and you go for coffee you'll be talking to the barista or you'll be talking to someone else in the line or you'll be doing you don't have that here really i don't think like i i suppose it's, it's probably our 
um experience like being in real estate like it could be completely different like if you're working yeah in an office with a lot of people or in a school or in a whatever yeah absolutely absolutely i think that's um that was one thing yeah definitely that was a big thing um yeah being able to go the whole day without actually having a conversation with a stranger like and i love i love speaking to strangers like it's one thing i used to write in my journal so it's like right three things that would make today a good day it's like oh if i could have a conversation with a stranger today like mm. don't know why it just just gets me going you know yeah, and I um that, i think that's so hard here do you know I mean you can't you, you can't just seems like you can't just speak to anybody you know because as you said i think all not all the majority of relationships here are so transactional mm. um so there's no just speaking to someone for the sake of speaking to someone you know um so yeah, that that's a big thing. But I think you do, you get used to these things. And I think you have to kind of just change how you're doing your day to day to kind of yeah. fit in with that. Um Yeah, I think yeah, the meeting with strangers and chatting to them, that's interesting. Like you could definitely like try speak to strangers, but it feels like everyone does have an ulterior motive. Mm. Um or is it maybe just people are too busy? Like people are genuinely just too busy maybe. doing their own thing because everyone is so busy here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was definitely that was definitely one big thing. A second thing that caught me by surprise, just the traffic count. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking traffic. My days. I know it's bad. It is so bad, especially here. Like as in the old place I lived in the studio, I didn't see traffic ever because like working on the farm. Uh, living in Alfreshan it's just like there's no traffic the roads don't get quiet like there's no such thing like we live beside a road here and it never stops yeah it really doesn't stop Um scheme never stops I saw today that there's a, they're putting some plan in place to ease the traffic but by when by when is the yeah. question <laughs> that's the question when we won't be living in, all, yeah. in Arjan yeah, anymore absolutely yeah but, but um, um, no to be fair I do I, li- I like the city um it's an interesting thing, but I think as you said, until you get to the stage where you can stop whipping yourself for going out and having a good time, you won't enjoy it here. Yeah. Because it's the city is obviously in the middle of the desert. So everything to do is built for enjoyment. Like, you know, like there's you you can't just going to the beach is literally the only thing you can do for free. Yeah. On a Sunday to chill out, like, I get you. It's you know, not, it's not that bad though. Yeah, that's that's interesting. But yeah, the main question, like, do you, do you do you like Dubai? Do you enjoy it? All as a whole, Dubai um, is a place. Dubai is a place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, absolutely, actually, I do. <laughs> what? Well, I just thought that you already had said that when you went back at Christmas that you were saying that tough to come back. No, that you're saying that to other people when they ask you do you enjoy Dubai, you're like, yeah. But. No, it's not. It's not that I don't enjoy Dubai. I'm not in love with the city yet. Yeah. It's you know, like, um, I think there's a massive difference between obviously enjoying somewhere and being like, oh, I could see myself here for my life. Like, yeah. Um, absolutely, I enjoy it. Like, you know, it's got its pros and cons. It's the abs- same as anywhere. You know, like the weather's good. You can go chill out on the beach on a Sunday. Um. But again, we're not here to enjoy the city. Like, yeah, we're here to work at the end of the day, and I kind of come over and you knowing that, um, and I think both of us are kind of still in that mindset where we're not here to be enjoying ourselves, um, but as having the head down and working goes, yeah, 
Are you enjoying it? Yeah, I am. Like, yeah, I was, like I was saying, um, more and more like by, by the month, like, and I'm getting like ideas of like, if I was to stay here for a long period of time, what I would like my like life to look yeah. like. Um, yeah, like, so I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but like, my philosophy is like, if I don't see myself here for six years, like, why should I be here for six days? You really need to give it enough time to see and reap the rewards from it. So the game plan was to give it a year and then, you know, recuperate and see what the story is. So I gave it a year, well, almost a year next February, but I'll be here for another while. I definitely think it's going to be the next few years. If I'm honest, like when my family were saying, how long do I think I'm going to be over here? I was saying the exact same thing. Like if I don't see myself for six years, why don't I see myself for six days? Six years would bring me up to 30. Um, so that's potentially what I'm aiming for. Oof. 30 and six years, huh? Mental, isn't Scary. it? Scary. Scary. Not even six years for me. I know. Uh, five years but like and then you get to 30 and you don't realize that 30 is that old yeah that's like people kind of oh. i suppose it's probably stressing you more with the fact you're going gray already so. <laughs> <laughs> the camera there we go the front. there we go no, got I, my I'm one not, chance I'm, i have to out you every podcast one, one out okay i'll let yeah. you out that and i'm not gonna snap at you because <laughs> i meditate ah, i'm someone who please. meditates um but yeah like as in i feel like you do need to give it that long stint of time like and time does move faster here mm-hmm. so you can cover a lot of ground in a shorter period of time but yeah like if i kind of compare how long how much i've changed within the last six years if i was to give it another six years i couldn't even imagine what it's going to look like yeah looking back mean? six years is six crazy. years is 18 yeah crazy and like i just didn't know anything and i thought i was grown up and i didn't know anything so i feel like i'm grown up now and then me in 30 is going to look back at me in 24 and be like when. you didn't know yeah anything. And there's a lot of things that I will learn within those next six years, like I learned within the last six years. The question is, like, what are those things? What are the unobservable things? No, no, to clean up learn? after yourself, Brian. Look, that's that's oh, the shit, second, second time. Out. <laughs> like Uh-oh. the third, you're getting the slap. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's it. I've uh, no, I don't want to get arrested. Sorry, Sheikh Mohammed. I don't slap people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting. It's like what are the things that I can't see that I'm still due to learn and then in six years time what are those things I'm going to be learning yeah like, like you don't know what you don't and know and will I see will I still be in Dubai um th- there's there's things out there like that you can send an email to yourself for six years or seven years or ten years and then look back at it which I think is cool I haven't done any of them yet um but it's so funny I've heard people reading like listening talking about theirs and be like oh my fucking god like I didn't yeah. know a thing who is this guy yeah it's so funny every year I think you know, I'm growing up and then the following year I'm just like, yeah, I didn't know anything Idiot. last year. Idiot. 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 Yeah. Absolutely buzzing for 2024. Like this yeah. year, like as in, Looking as we forward. said, like if the amount happened in 2023 as it will happen in 2024, then like who, who knows? It is crazy looking back. Like you think a year flies around, but when you do look back and analyze your year, like holy shit, like a lot happened yeah. in a year. Like It's been the biggest year. 2023 has been the biggest year of my life. Yeah. Without a doubt without a doubt it's your first time moving away really isn't it like so yeah. that's huge and i was only able to kind of learn all these different things about myself about the job about our direction in life about it whatever is by moving moving completely just moving and risking taking Putting yourself risk. out of your comfort zone um yeah and that's why i always encourage people to do and what i would encourage like my children to do in the yeah. future is, is take those risks don't sit within those kind of confines of that square box and within that comfort zone exciting year pending yeah very exciting very exciting Exciting week pending too, actually. 
first of our meetups on Sunday? Yeah, so me and Liam were having a bit of a chat and a bit of thinking mm. during the week. We want to kind of live by our philosophy of of how we emphasize meeting new people um, and meeting a good group of friends and how important that is because it has been so important for us. Yeah, and building that community. And yeah, and in, in a place like Dubai where we think it, it is needed. So we're going to do our first meetup this Sunday. I think meetup sounds very formal. We're going to do our first to be continued. It's name. not it's not it's not even a thing. We're going for a, a run and swim and a coffee Sunday morning. Um I suppose hoping that if there's people listening in Dubai, like minded people that to come and join us. Yeah, if if you've listened to an hour and two minutes of us speaking, that's the last thing you want to do is is see us on Sunday. But yeah, look, we're gonna be meeting this Sunday. Um, venue to be confirmed, potentially Kite Beach. Let's say so. Yeah. Do a run, a quick dip, and then a coffee. Short, short job. All welcome. We'd be absolutely delighted to actually even have one person. Yeah. If not, it's just gonna be me and Liam. Me and you, buddy. Um, like always, but. Yeah, it, we'll be putting this up on our Instagram and drop us a message and let us know if you're around. We would be delighted to meet yeah, some new faces. Absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, it's, look, it's all kind of part of building that community here. Um, so if you can cross paths with someone in this busy city, I'm sure it'll always help. You know, obviously having you over here, you having me over here is massive for us. So being able, to, being able to branch out and meet more people and maybe kind of change their environment as well would be massive exactly. too at the same time. Yeah. So. It really is important. Like something I keep thinking about is if I surround myself with real estate agents for the, you know, the next few years, then I'm just going to have serious group think. Like we're yeah. all going to have the yeah. same opinions. We're all going to be thinking the same thing and we won't see some of those new things that could be introduced into our lives. And it's the same for lessons about myself. Like if I surround myself with the same kind of people, then we're all going to have the same opinions and I'm not going to learn new things that I would be forced to learn. Mm. So having said that, um, yeah, that brings to close this episode. Of That's about it. I'm kind of sick of listening to you at this stage. I'm pretty sick of listening to you. Don't worry. After these cameras turn off. Oh, shit. Hell. <laughs> I was going to say, after this camera turns off, we're going to be still living with each other. So we're going to still yeah. keep talking, you know? Yeah, and no, I'll be putting on headphones for the <laughs> But yeah, look, thank you very much to anybody who's been listening. Um, all the support is really, really appreciated. Make sure to click that subscribe and follow button wherever you're listening or watching and we will be yeah. seeing you the next one check the socials for the meetup sunday the yeah. meetup sunday the meetup we're gonna change the name of that. yeah we'll get we'll come up with something <laughs> yeah good luck good luck we'll see you later